Good afternoon and welcome to Culture Carousel. This program is produced by 98.7 DZFE, The Master's Touch. I am your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion. Today, soprano Bianca Lopez Aguila will be joining us. Bianca is a graduate of the UP College of Music and an alumna of the Philippine Magical Singers. She has performed in diplomatic performances in Moscow, St. Petersburg, Russia with Ballet Philippines, and the PWU Rondalia. Bianca is a member of the Nightingales, a classical pop crossover duo that has performed in Taiwan, USA, Europe, and different parts of the Philippines. In 2020, she established the Bianca Lopez Vocal Coaching, BLVC, online. Before we go to our short interview, let's begin with Bianca performing two pieces. These are Le Fidu Cadiz by Leo Delib and Sakabukiran by Manuel Vélez. Oh, oh, oh. 
Bianca, versatility is a hallmark of your career. What is your perspective regarding the kinds of projects uh, you take on and how do you strike a healthy balance between more artistically rigorous and more popular opportunities? Hi, Miss Irene. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me here in Culture Carousel. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, it's an honor to be interviewed by you. I am blessed to have with opportunities to sing classically. I like this because I am a classical singer. A lot of people think that I started singing classically, but actually I started in the theater um, when I was a kid. So the versatility part maybe comes in there. Um, uh, that's why sometimes most of the concerts nowadays it encompasses all genres already. So sometimes concerts, we start with the strict classical music and then all the way to musical theater and to pop. So when I do these, um, yes, there are times when I need to shift to a different repertoire. But uh, still, it's more on the classical, kind of classical crossover when I do so. Sometimes I am required to do everything. So I try to make it a point that I do it on my own style. Not to pop when I go to pop and of course uh, in musical theater I, I do the the soprano musical theater repertoire. And of course if I am to choose my songs for example in a concert I try to make it a point that I do it on my key as a soprano. Um, kind of like a different arrangement also of the songs. I have some arrangers who are friends of mine. They arrange the songs that are tailored fit to my voice and my genre. So classical, 
pop crossover or classical musical theater crossover. Yeah, we do these things, and uh, and it's it's really fun for me also to to discover these new arrangements of songs for me. And um, I'm also very very thankful because there are still opportunities for me to sing strict opera or classical music. Just like in the past, I did operas in Noli Metanghere for the Cultural Center of the Philippines. And also, just last Sunday, I did it with the MSO, the Manila Symphony Orchestra. They had their 97th anniversary. So, I we, we did all opera Italian opera arias. Also, from Verdi, Rossini. And uh, I did it with, uh, of course, Rachel Herodias. Young in Park and Ivan Neri. I am very blessed to have these opportunities to still sing classical music. Yes, exactly, Bianca. That's uh, very good to hear. And you have a very good balance of both, no? Now let's move on to your coaching online. Tell us about your initiative when you do uh, coaching online. Uh, how would you describe your coaching philosophy? Teaching online, um, the Bianca Lopez vocal coaching, I started this during pandemic time. The, the pandemic started. Now It was 2020 when I started this. Uh, I started with, of course, my friends and my family. Yeah, and also our friends from abroad. And uh, it came to a point that there's a lot of clients already. So I needed to kind of hire um, other teachers in my team to be with me to teach, um, to accommodate all of our students. So um, I started to hire voice teachers uh, also back in 2020. Now we're six now in the team and uh, my teachers are all graduates from prestigious uh, universities and have experience in teaching for, for years already. In terms of philosophy, I try to meet the students where they are. Um, I don't push anything that they are not comfortable with. Um, first thing I ask, or the first less, the first session is usually kind of like an interview for a few minutes, just to know what their goals are as as a singer, as an aspiring singer. Um, which track are we going to follow? Are you on the musical theater track? Um, are we on the pop track or classical singing? Uh, crossover. So I always ask these questions so that we are clear on. Uh, on our on our uh, lessons, and um, and it helps that I have experience in in most of the genres, so um, I can I can cater to to our students and and also um, based on experience I had a lot of chance to perform and apply all my learning. So I think the students also do need venues to apply their learnings from the lesson. So in our school, in our little school, our students have a goal of doing a recital quarterly. They get the chance to perform their songs and apply all their learnings. We had the chance to do a live recital already last September and December and uh, this coming March. So the recitals are quarterly. So we are very happy to see them also be challenged in the lessons to learn all all the songs and to be able to perform in front of a live audience. I'm sure the reason why from one teacher yourself, now you're a group, yes. I'm sure the reason behind that is because uh, your students are very 
passionate also about learning the craft. Yes, that's right. Actually, we have students that enrolled last 2020 and then they're still with us now. We do see them face to face and had a chance to see them really perform in front of us. And it was very, very fulfilling also for a teacher to see your students uh, right in front of you, not online. But yeah, that's wonderful. Bianca, I'm, I'm just curious, no? how does an artist give back to her audience for all the successes she has reaped through the years? Oh, wow. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a really nice question because uh, ever since the Madrigals, when I was still with the Madrigal Singers, we do have and still have a lot of supporters, thankfully. And these supporters of the Madrigal Singers are also now, my supporters, surprisingly, they still follow and watch uh, my solo performances. So I'm I'm very happy to see them um, still there and supporting and uh, watching us. To be able to give back, I make sure that every performance, I do it as if it was my last. I, I never feel so confident in singing a song for my audiences, even if I have sung it like 1,000 times. It has to still feel like it's the first time because there is still someone out there in the audience who will hear this song for the first time. So a big or small audience, um, big or small auditorium, I still do my very, very best and deliver everything and give it all I got. So I think that's one way to, to really give back to the supporters all these years. Also giving back because I'm re- very thankful to have listeners and, and supporters, very blessed. I make sure that I am approachable and I'm available always in Messenger if they have questions regarding, let's say, for example, if the chorister is uh, very curious on the technique, I actually share them in Messenger. I, I, I tell them, yeah, you can message me in Messenger and just, just let me know if you have questions on, on technique and uh, interpretation, um, all kinds of things in regards to, to the voice. And also making them our friends already. So the supporters, the fans become friends. So, so I think that's the best thing that happened. And I, I always make sure that I'm available for them just to say hi and um, to, to also visit maybe if, if it's a chorister to visit their choirs in, in their churches or in their schools and share some, some techniques. Yeah, I'm always uh, available and approachable. <laughs> wow, Bianca, that's so wonderful that there is a talk back, no? that you know, your, your audience can, uh, can really uh, express their views to you after your concert. That's very good. That's a very good um, way to communicate with them. Now, I know you're a very busy person. Do you have plans or projects in the near future? Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. In regards to the Bianca Lopez uh, vocal coaching, um, I hope to actually bring the teachers and the coaches um, and the brand to other parts of the Philippines and uh, maybe hopefully uh, outside of the country also so that uh, everyone can experience singing with us and um, uh, and also learn these techniques that that we are we are teaching also we have a project with McDonald's it's a collaboration with Happy Meal and the Bianca Lopez vocal coaching in March um, in every Happy Meal the child doesn't get a toy 
but they get an experience. So one of the experiences is having a one-on-one vocal lesson with us. So we're very, very excited for that. And of course, um, my goal is to have more teachers in the team. Yeah, that's my goal for the vocal coaching. As a solo artist, um, I hope to actually join more operas. If there is an opportunity to have operas here again, now that everything is going back to the way they they were pre-pandemic, hopefully there's going to be another opera here in the Philippines and also abroad. I I would like to join more operas abroad and also to have a, a solo concert here in the Philippines and uh, outside. Do you have any plans of uh, recording a Kundiman uh, compact disc this year? Yes, that's actually a great idea, the all Kundiman recording. Because in the pandemic, there's a chance for me to perform online uh, some Kundiman. So actually, I have recordings already. Yeah, it's it's great to put them on Spotify maybe. But a very nice project that we are conceptualizing. It's a recording of new compositions of art songs in, in Filipino or in English because there are up-and-coming also composers here in the Philippines that are uh, friends of mine that have been practicing to, to compose so yeah that's a that's a nice project that uh, that we are conceptualizing and it's still in the works uh, maybe a few more tracks but uh, we already started working on that well that's wonderful to hear thank you so much I look forward to that and I would like to thank you for gracing our program this afternoon in Culture Carousel I wish you the very best and God bless you Bianca God bless you Miss Irene thank you so much for the opportunity
The famous aria of the Queen of the Night from Mozart's opera, The Magic Flute. And that was the voice of soprano Bianca Lopez Aguila. We'll close with Bianca performing a sacred work by organist-composer Alejandro Consolacion II. Consolacion on piano joins Bianca in his own Alleluia.
soprano Bianca Lopez Aguila, and the composer of the piece, Alejandro Consolacion II on piano. That was Consolacion's Alleluia. That's all for this Culture Carousel. Do join me again at the same time next week for another impression of the Filipino classical music scene. Culture Carousel is produced by 98.7 DZFE, the master's touch. And this has been your host, Irene De Jesus Obligacion.